and welcome to this week's Pros with Unity podcast. Right, it's a different voice tonight, myself and Barry had a little bet, and the prize or forfeit was to host tonight's show. So, Barry's in the stands tonight with the fans, so without further ado, let's get on with the show. Uh, so, Barry, how are you? I'm in the, in the stands with the fans, and, and Warren, I've got Warren inside of me with his eye patch on, and his trousers, and his trousers and his shirt and tie as well. How you doing, Warren? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Nice one, young Kenny. That was Dan. Parrot. Dan, how are you? I'm alright, thank you. Brilliant. Rob? I'm alright, mate. Excellent. Mick? Good to be back, good to be back. Adam? You alright? How are you doing? And Gareth? Hello there. Alright. So we've got quite a bit to go through tonight. Uh, three games to have a look at, and Dan's going to eat his hat. Yes, it's here ready, because on a couple of editions ago, a couple of editions ago, I said that if the Wigan and Fulham game finished anything but a draw, I would first of all call Yannick a very nice man, and secondly, eat this very hat. So that's what Dan will be doing for the most of the show. So, without further ado, we'll get on to the classic at the weekend, Blackburn, and with the stats, we have Gareth. Yes, the stats from the game, Blackburn versus Wigan Athletic Possession. Blackburn managed 44% and Wigan 56% shots. 14 shots to Blackburn and 12 to Wigan Athletic. Shots on target. Both teams managed two shots on target. Corners. Blackburn had eight corners to Wigan's five. Folds. Blackburn committed six folds to Wigan's ten. And sadly, we lost one nil. Well, thanks for that, Gareth. So, what did everyone think of Saturday's game? I thought ref was alright. That's probably about the only thing that was alright with the game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Apart from the comedy moment with the substitution. Well, yeah, it, w- it was like a, a Phoenix Night sketch, wasn't it? Yeah. Down that touchline. We'll come on to that. Team selection, how do you think the team selection went and the way we set up to play, Rob? Well, I thought the way we set up to play was a bit of a disgrace, considering the position we're in. I think the, them stats, again, two shots on target tells its own story, and we concede a goal from that. Um, I don't know, I just don't think there's enough will to go out and try and win the game, get on the front foot, the position we're in. I know Blackburn's in a similar position. Neither team looked like they wanted to go out there and win it. Um, for me, Team selection wasn't a surprise. Uh, set is similar to how we set up all the other previous games, and, and again similar result to what we've had. Pua can't score goals because we've no attacking intent. Yeah, and that's something <clears throat> I think that Graham Barra picked up didn't he, in his uh, post-match press conference was that the mid- he put a lot of the blame down to the midfield and forwards praise the defence and you know I think we've said on here the defence has been yes. pretty solid week in week out but the midfield and forwards just not basically doing their job now for me if that's an issue you've got something you've got to attack in training you know they've got six five six days with each other that is something we need to get um, get right um, but again like you say the shots that led to their goal um, was from a Connolly attempt and you know fans have been screaming for throwing the kitchen sink at them, but that's what can happen to you. And we were made to pay. You know it was a good goal from Edmonds. That's again from the way he's touched and he's 
his finish to get it past Jilts, it was you know, it was a decent finish, but what's your your take on Adam? Oh, I made my mornings last week and no changed. It was pathetic again. It was just same old crap really. And with the situation we're in, with less than twelve games to go, eleven games to go, that was just disgraceful. I think especially in a local derby as well. I think the substitutions sum up at that game and how I think a lot of us feel because how comical they were <coughs> I mean can you really blame the fourth official can you get it wrong twice I mean what did everyone think was going on well, there it was for a start we got, we got a free kick on the edge of the box and with two men lining up to take it now yeah. whatever your thoughts we were lining up to take a free kick and them two were, were keyed into that obviously it's something that a set piece they practised in training because they do even though they just looked on the day say oh I'll take the free kick no you won't I'll take it so both Jacobs and Boggle stepped up there. So the first thing they did was take Jacobs off, which upset that free kick. Yeah. So even if Boggle weren't intending to go off, they're still upsetting the routine of that free kick by doing that. Why not leave the substitutions until after the free kick have been taken? Well, you see in more situations, don't you, like corners, you're very re- even if a player's warmed up, you don't see them bring a player on. And like you say, everything was set up there. But then mindsets go and things like this, and I was taking a different free kick. It was a bit of a, a bizarre change to make because those the players that they're bringing on as well, are they going to do anything for that free kick? Well, it was amateurish. Yeah. I know what happened with the subs, and my mate was in the director's box and had a very clear view of it. Will Grigg was never called to go on the pitch. Obviously, he's assumed he's going on. He was never corrected. So... No one on the Wigan bench corrected him that he wasn't going on. It wasn't an, uh, an error by the fourth official. It was an error by our coaching staff. So is that Will's will to uh, change the game and get us to win, or just? I, I don't know. I don't. It's, it's a very strange one. Definitely happened though. He was, like I say, he was stood twenty-five yards away. One, one thing that I picked up on is obviously we're all, you know, paying fans going week in week out. Uh, but the noise that was coming from I mean it's, it sounds definitely when we're sat there and but I don't know why it's on the radio to those that listened when those changes were being made and the, the heckling towards the home dug uh, the away dugout we've all got a right to kind of have our say and you know vent our frustration but I think personally if you're chasing a game you've got to try and stay behind them as, as painstaking as it was you know there was a lot <coughs> of criticism going towards players and that, uh, that dugout and that's got to have some sort of effect. I know they are professionals at the end of the day but th- there was some, some grief hurled. We'd seen enough at that point, like, nothing was happening, no, no signs of getting back in the game. It, every right, the, f- the fans have every right to, to do that because the, the changes were, we, we made that sub change by ourselves. That's what it looked like. He, he said, oh, Connolly was always coming up. No, he wasn't. I'm not, I'm sorry, it's, it's bollocks. It was just, a, the fans were unhappy and rightly so, and they're more than right to vent their frustration 60 odd minutes into a game when nothing has happened. My mate Paul, he's uh, very reserved, he's always been a great positive thinker when it comes to Atlantics, but even Paul was saying it was the worst 27 quid he spent all season, and he would def- definitely think twice before he goes watching his current Wigan team away again. Because he said it just looked like a joke from ev- everything, the way they were playing, 
the formation, the, the way they lined up, the substitution, the debacle, everything. He said it was just not a good day to be a Latics fan. Yeah. And, and that's what people seem to forget. What it's like to be a Latics fan, to go to Blackburn, to pay you 27 quid, to give you vocal support, and to be let down like that. I think the players come out, sorry Dan, the players come out afterwards, aren't they, and said, uh, we deserve what we go for the support, don't they? Yeah, well, Warnock said it, Dan Burns said it, there's two yeah. people who both said it, we didn't do anything to, to get any, anything apart from what the fans gave us. And I think that's fair enough. I don't blame the players in any of this, mate. Gareth? Sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, I'm trying to put a positive slant on this. I know there's a big feeling and it's a local derby and it's getting towards the business end of the season and we all wanted a performance and we all wanted a win. But in the bigger picture, we lost 1-0 away at Blackburn. And when you look back on the season, it's not that one isolated thing that's, that's going to do us, is it? No, because that was the 17th time we failed to score in a football match. That's what's going to do us. That's what's going to do us. And that is the, the, the biggest worry, especially when you've got last season's top goal scorer and a guy who's banged in, what, 24 goals? We were the country's third highest scorers last season. Yeah. The country's, not the league's. The it's, it's a very worrying thing, and it, you know, it, a goal, a goal wins you a game, doesn't it? You need to score to win. That's plain and simple. Um, you don't mind who scores, do you? You know, it can go in off jilts. <laughs> well, Rob, we chatted to Rob before, and, and Rob was saying, you know, it's a disappointing. It was a bad performance, and all the rest of it. But it was giving credit to the lad who scored the goal, saying, you know, brilliant. Talk. Oh, I mean, but. The, Absolute fantastic counter-attacking goal. I think the way that... <laughs> I mean, you don't see... The ball's in the back of the net. Four or five seconds later from when it leaves his boot. Uh, absolute... Un unreal first touch, second touch. People have criticised the keeper. But I think it goes through a couple of bodies. I'm if, not going to If you're 3-0 up, you applaud that as an away fan. Oh, it was a brilliant it was, goal. It was a great goal. Dan, have you got... I was going to say, it appeared that Jilts was totally unsighted and mm -hmm. he sh I think he, under normal circumstances, would definitely have saved that. Yeah. I'm not saying that we were unlucky to concede, not at all. We weren't unlucky to lose, not at all, because we, the bottom line is we just weren't good enough. The scabby sorts, though, not they? I mean, they, just, they, they pulled the goal back and it stopped his time again last night, didn't they? Mm -hmm. They scored him. Well, that, that's the mentality that we need now. Yeah, that's what's going to keep you up. To our cup finals. Yeah, it's more than Viagra keep us up this season, wouldn't it? Mm. But let's put Blackburn to bed. That was Saturday, and we had another game that came off the back of that. And exercise your demons. You know, you want to get bounced back and get into the next game. So we took a trip down St Andrews last night. Um, not many of us went. About ten percent of what went to Blackburn made the trip. So the stats, Gareth, for Birmingham versus Wigan. Yes, the stats from last night's game, Birmingham versus Wigan Athletic. Possession, Birmingham had 59% possession, Athletics 41% possession. Shots, both teams managed 12 shots on, shots, sorry, shots on target. Birmingham had two and Wigan Athletic three. Corns, Birmingham had six, Athletics managed three. Fouls. Birmingham's made nine fouls and the Latics 18. And the most important stat of all, Birmingham nil, Wigan, Dan Byrne won. Yes. That's it, Dan Byrne, who's, um, he had a tough start to his career at Wigan, uh, but 
film to come like a, a consistent and fans favourite um, I said he wanted to add goals to his game and he's delivered so why didn't he say this a couple of months ago but like Gareth said it's that important one we, we won away from home and we scored but didn't score from open play I know that's something that everyone's kind of a bit worried about but let's just go back to the game to begin with and you know, I, I don't know who went around the table uh, I'll just say something I like from those stats 18 fouls yes breaking the play up niggling yes. yep. that's a fantastic stopping the game yeah. Yeah. Oh, we only had one player booked as well I think we? yeah Clever fails that. Very clever. It was a very, very effective game management from mm. listening to the game last night, and that's something I've criticised for in recent weeks, is we haven't managed to game out properly. Mm. I'll tell you what would have been absolutely brilliant to see, if we can, find out which of the midfield players or which of the defenders committed which of those fouls. Probably 17 out of 18 were probably Perkins. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I think David Perkins. He didn't even play the full game, did he? And yet, no, he didn't even play a full game. No, he only played half, didn't he? I'll openly admit I only caught the, the last part of it on the radio, um, but yet they were praising Perkins for his commitment, his work rate, and his. And if he's the guy who's putting his foot in and he's doing well, why the hell is he not starting these games? Well, he could have his opportunity now, couldn't he, with Powers, mm. Powers injury? Yes. Um, which you know we'll see get the full extent of that obviously we'll find out Saturday but something I wanted to pick up on um, listening to the game last night was Obertam you know Ash was constantly mentioning his name and he was making runs and getting past players and is, is this the, the new Yannick in inverted commas is this what we've been lacking in recent weeks he's had a bit part he's not necessarily played a full game could he Prove the difference to keep us above that dotted line come come May. I don't know what anyone else's thoughts are on that. I haven't seen enough of him yet, though, have I? No. no problem. You know, um, I'd like to think that, yeah, he can beat a man down the line and stuff like that, but can I get a decent ball in the middle? And if you can, are we going to actually have anybody on the end of it? It's well, such a good header on the near post last night, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And this, this is what we need because I see you've got it wrote down Gareth and underline so that you uh, lead in with it on 21 games under Warren Joyce we failed to score 11 times we can nil is what we need to sort out we really do mm. I think Orbitan can provide that spark I think he's a good player um, I think we've lacked pace in the team since Yannick's gone and I think that's reflected in some score lines about even though it's been a season a problem all season. But we just don't have any not a threat. You think you need you need, you need purse to get in behind and at teams. I think he'll be a bit he'll be a big bonus too coming back. Definitely. Yeah, he seems to have quite a solid game from all accounts. He's a good night. attacking midfielder, isn't yeah. mm. And we've not got one have we? No. Yeah. Hey, we go, you know, getting into a good period. I know we've lost power last night through injury but you know we've got Morsey uh, Gilby uh, Perkins who can sit there I know we've lost McDonald have we had any indications to the extent of well the same McDonald might be back on Saturday so, so you know we've got Tony Cliff I don't know what's up with him he went on best no or, uh, um, and Will Griggs as well I don't know what's up with Will Griggs he was on fire he was injured Will Griggs injured too I believe Knock Knock who's the Robert Robert who? 
Rubber tooth. Rubber tooth. <laughs> so it's it's a win. That's the most important thing. We've scored. We've got three points in that final column. Results more or less okay yesterday, weren't they? Um, yeah, averaging. What's everyone's thoughts on that? I mean, we don't seem to be ecstatic the fact that we've won. Um, we all said nine points from twelve in these next four games. I think more or less. I, I'm not ecstatic because you made this point last week. Make sure we don't win the wrong games because they're going to cancel each other out. Mm. We lost against Blackburn, so then we were trying to claw back some of those points that we lost against Blackburn. We got two of them back, yep. so we're a net loss against Blackburn. So if we went then, uh, yep, we did say that, or I did say that. Nine points from 12 is still on, which would be a massive boost, and I know it's winning nearly half the games we've already won this season already. Is it still a distinct possibility? You know, we've got to play Bristol, who are right in the mire now, aren't they? They've been, they've replaced Blackburn in the bottom three. Have we got the quality to claw our way back out of this? I think we've got the quality in the side to finish lower mid-table or to be a lower mid-table Championship side. The quality that's missing for me is in the manager and how he sets us up and his fearful tactics. That's well, where it, that's where. I th- I think I don't follow that, That's been a, a, a big thing, especially doing the round on the internet, isn't it? And social media is is the management. Is now the right time to make that change? Well, who's going to bring in? It's not, is it? It's no. not. It's, no. We need Warren Joyce to have a change of heart, a change, change of uh, thinking, the way he's setting his team up. He had his hand forced a little bit at, at Birmingham because of injuries to the team. So yeah. we had to bring Gilby in and he had to start with Orbitan and that give us more of a. Uh, a threat going forward, uh, but they were apparently they were out of steam by just after half time, and they were both replaced early on. Weren't they? Yeah, well, they're mm. both a bit rusty. Yeah, of course they are. Time. I mean, still coming back from injury. I bet Gilby's susceptible to picking up a soft t- tissue injury with the amount of time he's been out and um, the work he's putting in now. You're at that situation. You're at the point now where you've got a you've got a chance here, on You've got to go for it. I think that the Orbitan and Gilby situation with them two coming back to fitness. They're the two players you need that provide that spark. We've been playing four centre midfielders. Mm. That for me, I, I don't think it is. Obviously, partly down to the manager. But I don't think it. Two managers couldn't get couldn't get it right, could they? No, but you know what I mean. But I think with them two coming back, that gives us a chance. It's just how we set up going forward in these last ten games, and I suppose that's what ultimately I'll judge. Warren Joyson at the end of the season because yeah. we've not got anyone who can provide that you've got to have attacking players in the midfield it's you had Morsi though one, one thing Morsi isn't an out and out attack he's, he's decent going forward but he's not an attacking midfielder but he stopped he made a difference in them games and then he stopped playing we've got to have a balance we can't go all defensive and the way we set out we've got to have the balance because when we commit more players forward they commit more players backwards it's just it's having the balance within the team we've not had that balance we've just been too fearful we've been playing for nil-nils we've got to have players like Gilby in the midfield who can drive us forward without Yannick we've not had anyone who drove us forward therefore we're not supplying the strikers and we can't score goals it's not rocket science it is to Joyce at the minute it seems like and hopefully last night showed even when he's forced of injuries forced to play attacking players it serves us a bit better. Mm. So, Simple. 
Would we start Saturday with that team that started the second half, Perkins in for power, and go with the same kind of mentality, or do we have to set ourselves up differently for for the Bristol game? Stick with the winning team, I would suggest. The only issue is, like we said, are they fully fit? Could they manage 90 minutes? Probably not. In which case, do you save that setup for the second half? No, you can't the front foot from the beginning. You can manage 90 minutes, you can make the, you can make the subs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you can't make 90 minutes, why are they on the bench? No. I think we need to score on Saturday. If you look at Bristol City's results, they score. They, they might lose, yeah. they've lost a lot of games, but they score. And we will need to score on uh, Saturday to get something out of this game. That's something we need to do. We need to be out of the block Saturday we do. and clear. No, no. Um, because we're getting to the point now where we've just got to win win ugly doesn't matter how we win back to yeah. the backside and things like that and games like this are cup finals and we've, you know we've said it all the time each one of these games now coming up are cup finals is it how many games are left Gareth is it ten, ten games left realistically what we're looking at four more wins to get us above that dotted line I've gone through the fixtures today actually seeing where we could possibly pick up points I've seen 13 points at the last 10 games if we we win, we win the games we need to win do we have a realistic chance I've, I've given us 13 points but we need to start winning it all that's, that's starting winning it all and starting that's been a problem Big, apart from scoring is on performances and results. And this goes back away, to our away <coughs> form. How many home games have we got left? I think home games are on our side, aren't they? Five, four or five. Yeah. Barry's just going there. Because they're the ones, like, if you think about it, they're the ones where you're going to have to stand around and say, right, okay, then. It's going to be uh, a fortress. Fortress DW, we're not going to lose at all. And if you can perhaps reel some of them points in from there. We've been good, a, good away from home, haven't we? We've pulled a few points in from uh, away matches. We're 13th in the form table, in the away form table. Yeah. We're bottom in the home form table. Yeah. Our, our home form is... Dismal. Last well, 10, it, last it, 11, isn't it? It's mirror image of that season. I thought season. you were going to say shite then. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mirror image of that, last, that season in the Championship we got relegated when Caldwell came in and the other season we went down because that season, which couldn't buy a win, could we, at home? Mm. What is it about the DW that we're just... Well, the onus is on you as an own team, aren't you? Because you're away side to sit back a bit, isn't it? You're on the break. We haven't got that gal to break them down. When we get the ball in and around our calcium box, there's nothing happens. It's dead. Yeah. It's flat. But you can see the drill. You can see the drills in the team how they play for the defensive side of it. But was the drills for the attacking side? Apart from somebody running with the ball at the feet. You've hit the nothing, nail. Nothing hit, happens. You've hit the nail. And nowhere was that more evident than against Blackburn on Saturday whereas we went a goal down and we basically hadn't a clue what to do next we, we had nothing to break them down we had no shots after they yeah. went to goal it was like against Forest wasn't it? the only tactic we had against Forest was, was to whip the ball into the corner for the two strikers Mandra and Boyle to run to the channels and then just what, there was nobody backing them up there was nobody flooding that, that penalty box Go on, Gareth. We're looking at the negatives about us not scoring and not bombing forward and all the rest of it. And I'm going back to Warren Joyce's interview with you. And he, he was saying how positive it was and how well he thought we'd been playing in recent games. And, it, and Barry's just 
done. And I thought when I watched it, I thought he's talking rubbish here. You know, on the back of home games against Forest and Preston, where we didn't score, Blackburn we failed. It looks very negative. But if you actually <coughs> look at the stats, what he says backs up. The last eleven games, we've won four. We've drawn three and lost just four by one goal. <laughs> massive, massive. You know what I mean? Positive. He's scrapping and he's trying to scrap and you look at his, mm. his, his run and it started, I was talking to Rob before, it was lost, 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 lost. It was an abysmal start. Mm. Maybe we're turning the corner. Uh, massive, massive positive is our defence. Three clean, clean sheets at last four, four games. Danburn, Buxton, Warnock have been brilliant. And mm. And if it, if it, I think you've got to give jokes a bit. Yeah. Of I agree. Choice. Yeah, and I think if it wasn't for them, we'd be well. We'd be in Rotherham's position. So massive. That's a massive positive. I think our defence is pretty good, and I think we set up decent in front of them, protecting them. It, it's just you know. It's just, well, that then stops you becoming offensive. Of course it does, but that is a massive positive. That. Mm-hmm. So all that said and done, we got three points last night, which. Is you know the big positive. It's in that. There's something. Sorry, Sam. There's something on one of the websites today that I read. I won't say what name. We were, but it was quite clever. You. And it said, was was it a detrimental win? Now I think the 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 thinking behind that is, if we'd have lost, maybe Josh would have got the boot. But a detrimental win. This stage of the season, there is no such thing. No points in that final column is what we need. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they come against. Well, it does. You know, in the games that we've had, just get the wins. But I win, think, wins are winning. Yeah, we've, we've got a back, Joyce. No matter what, you are yeah. the season, yeah. and we can criticise him. Oh yeah, no yeah. one's beyond criticism, yeah. are they? And well, he's definitely it, not. You know, he's the tool. Again, it's the tools he's working with. I know he's had a transfer when he's got them players' tools. There's some of them, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but the tools he's working with. Is there again? It's not. It's no surprise. <laughs> the boat's not. Repeating. We've had no much. Not much of an attacking threat, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully that'll, you know, come to fruition with Orbitan and Gilbert. Yeah. Ho- so hopefully we've stum- pinning our season on them too, really. Hopefully we've stumbled upon something. Just out of the two points. games, then we've got three points. You know, we're still where we were, but the only way is up for now. So we'll draw a line under Birmingham. A good win, burn baby, burn. We've had a question from one of our avid listeners as well, just as a, a nice little break off, I think. Um, and it was to do with which games have we played well in and outplayed the opposition. To then look at me, you know, toughing up that points and where we'd possibly end up. Now I took the results away and I've come up with a few games and correct me if I'm wrong in this. Uh, Bristol City, first day of the season. I thought we played alright and unlucky to come away with a a 2-1 defeat draw should have been a draw don't think we did enough win it we got battered that second though Blackburn at home I think we all thought we would look like world beaters that was where you were expecting us to get going through it and flying up that league uh, Sheffield Wednesday away in September another game I thought we were mm. unlucky another defeat um, we've been looking unlucky in defeat loads of yeah. times Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ah, the Sheffield Wednesday game, though, we were battered in the second half. We didn't have an attack, did we? Go on, Sam, I'm just taking some notes here. It's very interesting what you say. <coughs> I thought we played alright at Huddersfield, and we got the three points um, yeah. in November. For me, I thought that was our turning point. I really did. <coughs> because 
it wasn't the most fluid uh, flowing game, was it? No, we caught, them on, we caught yeah. them on the break. Yeah. But the graft, what they put in, the resilience yeah, they yeah. showed under pressure. And then we lost the song against Ipswich and lost away at Rotherham. <laughs> yeah, it was a <laughs> big turning point, that. It was. Again, I thought it was. <laughs> well, I, I'm with Mick there. I thought going into December, <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have, some, have some good games. Villa away, we lost 1 0. And I thought. Deserve to lose. Well. Definitely. They were knocking on the door for 20 minutes. So Who's there? <sighs> Villa. Robert. Derby away. I <laughs> thought we could have nicked something at Derby. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I thought. I think we could have had the three points at Derby, which is unlucky. Um, cup games, we'll, we'll avoid them because I think in the two cup games we played really well in January. Uh, Burton away. Did a job. Three points. Yes. Well deserved. Um, and then the last two games that I think we played well in were the games against Sheffield Wednesday and Norwich where we could have obviously we got a point against Norwich maybe a draw against Sheffield Wednesday I think well, we had two 45 minute performances in each of them games for me. Yeah. I thought Norwich second half I thought we were brilliant first half not so good Sheffield Wednesday half a performance though. I thought we did alright in I think it was first so you, uh, so you just looked at games that we've not won though that we've lost oh there's, there's games there that we've won as well what about uh, Brentford at home I thought that was one of the best displays of the season mate. yeah it was yeah I had Brentford down as well it was in the middle of that cup run wasn't it yeah um, Preston that one worked bad scrappy draw Good yeah. derby, wasn't it? So yeah. a lot of games. The, the ones we lost yeah. narrowly. Brighton at home springs yeah. to mind. Newcastle at home. I thought it was an RR state at home. We were a bit too. We seemed to give them too much respect. Newcastle at the beginning of the game, didn't we? And then it was too late. I thought football. second half was a good performance, yeah. but there were Joyce games as well, which is <coughs> you know. I mean, the first three you mentioned were Caldwell's. Yeah. Uh, if it, and they were all defeats. If they had won them three, he would never have been sacked, would it? No. Uh, and the, the whole season it's like how you start something sets you up doesn't it and I yeah. think if we'd, we'd all agree around this table if we'd gone what we'd have been on six, nine, ten points going into September well you've got 24 more points out since then but it, it's I know it comes down to if puts and maybe isn't it? it's been lovely you know the games we've played well in but it, it's one of them it comes down to the rub of the green doesn't it no I disagree yeah yeah it's not rub of the green it's up here mental mentality mental strength not got it weakness you keep if you keep losing game there's a reason for it you can't keep saying week in week out look at our own farm lost 10 out of 11 it's no luck it's nothing to do with luck so it, it's a problem and we need sorting I agree to a certain extent with you there, Rob. Definitely. If you look at um, look at the way we defend corners at all, and it's like we've got everybody behind the ball. You know, need an outlet. Yeah, they need to stand. Um, <clears throat> you've got you've got so many you've got no. you've got lads who, who are out and out attackers who are thinking I've got to go back, I've got to go back, I've got to go back, and they're not thinking straight. They're not thinking straight. It's down to the manager and the coaches to sort that. Well, the, the mentality now has got to be, you know, we've won. You're only as good as your last result, aren't you? That's you look back on, last result was a win. So going forward into Saturday, you've got to have that winning mentality. If we do the same again, put the ball in the back of the net, got half a chance of winning, haven't we? And I think that's the, you know, the mentality that the lads have got to go out with. And 
just get the fans back on side as well because there's a lot they're um, buying for blood really aren't they we need to get back on side get behind the club that we all love that's we won't go we won't be this frustrated having these kind of conversations no I think it's, like you say it's the time to put the club first isn't it yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. we've got to back in get, get behind yeah, we've got to do you read what Warnock's saying and you know you can't question the commitment or the passion or the desire from the players that, you know the same like you said earlier Byrne and Warnock from their comments they're hurting as well and if I think it's a fan if you can see that and see that the players are hurting and wanting to strive to do well then that's half a battle one isn't it if we manage yeah. to keep us up though he'll not get sacked but I hope that he comes to next season and it changes his style of play because it'll drive people away from it, the club it will it will that said we've got part three of the three B's we've got Bristol at home on Saturday um, <laughs> nothing <clears throat> yes put the miss let me cut this no. oh so the previous result this season was a opening day loss and we lost 2-1 um, cracking goal from Gilby that day and Barry, have you got a little bit of a preview ahead of uh, uh, yeah. Bristol? I have, yeah. Um, like you said, the last meeting was uh, the first game of this season. It feels a long time ago now, doesn't it? Was, that, it? Was nice day. it was a nice day as well. 6th of August. Uh, Ooh, you nearly make it, you? you get stuck in traffic, didn't you, going down? Yeah. It's you did, I'll remind you. We got there either. Like you said, Sonny goal from Alex Gilbert. Great pass from, from uh, Max Power, and he cycles with it sweetly in off the underside of the bar. And then we held on to that. 1-0 lead until the dying minutes well 75th minute the equaliser yeah. and then um, last minute uh, it was it was the 81st minute yeah. uh, when the equalised and then it was that bad deflected goal wasn't it right on Nancy uh, that was the first time we played them you know outside of the third tier of English football that mm. the only times we'd ever met and we played them 20 odd times before so there was a lot of meetings in, in, in the old third division as we look at it I did too mm. so. Uh, the first time we met them was in 1984, they beat us 2-0. The last time we played at the DW was back in August 2002 and we won 2-0. And two great characters of the Latics scored that day, Scott Green and Lee McCulloch. Super Lee McCulloch. Um, we've met 23 times over the seasons with five wins. Bristol City 11, so they got the better of it, and with seven draw draws. The referee for the game is Andy Madley. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bobby's brother. Bobby's brother's yeah. friend. He's uh, a, a select group two. He's refereed us this season already, two games, one at home, one away. Uh, defeat to Derby at the DW. And then our inspirational win away at Burton, which we've already talked about. Excellent. So we won 2-0. And he's had Bristol City twice as well this season. They had a 2-2 draw in September against Rotherham, and they lost at QPR in August. Uh, his cards for this season, so far he's done 34 games, 117 yellows and 6 reds. Mm, Excellent. Gareth, what's the form? Well... I've been looking at Bristol's form. Who hasn't? <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and who's do you fancy? Right. 
Well, looking back at their um, on the form, looking back at the results, they played on the third of December and beat Ipswich two 0 Since then, they've played seventeen Championship games, winning one against Rotherham. I say no one can do that, but and the last six games, they've managed three draws. Ironically, they drew against Newcastle, which is a bit mm. bizarre, and lost three. So they're not doing too well at all. At all. They were three up at Derby as well, weren't they? Yeah. And, and they drew three apiece. Played very well against Newcastle by all, yeah. from, or by all accounts. They score a lot as well. They score. So how do you see it going, Gareth, on Saturday? We've spent the last half an hour talking about our season and our situation that we're in talking about the likes of Warner and Burn getting there in order if we can't beat Bristol on Saturday and post three points we don't deserve to be in championship I still think you need to be in that changing room Gareth yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree yeah. get him in yeah Adam um, I think it's dead certain it'll be a scrappy game um, I'm off for like a last minute penalty to win it or something that's all I'm seeing, or a corner or something. We've got, it's the only way I see us scoring. So Just yeah. a win, get ourselves the line. Yeah, scrappy, one goal, victory. Mick? Bottle hat trick. Mm-hmm. Now Can't say fairer than that, can you? Um, It'll happen one week. Well, this is the week it's going to happen. Yes. Um, I, want to, I just want something positive, I really do. Uh, it's three points. It's like Gareth said. If we don't get three points against these men, then do we deserve to be in that division? Well, we said that about Rotherham, didn't we? And look what happened. Yeah, we should have got points. We should have took the three points up Blackburn. Really, when you look at mm. it, when you weigh things up, it's the other winner. Yeah, it is. It is. Rob, do you think the Phoenix will keep rising? Um, I don't know. I think, like I say, I think our defence is good. Like Adam, I think trying to scrape a one nil, just get a goal from somewhere, maybe a bit of Gilby magic, slipping bauble one, (laughs) (laughs) or uh, you know, maybe a penalty or something, set piece. We're gonna be positive. We're gonna say the spirit of. We're we're gonna nick it one nil. I think. Yeah. Uh, Just just trying to be positive. Not not. I'm not going for nil nil this week. We'll sneak it one nil penalty. Excellent. Set piece. Doesn't matter how it goes uh, in, does yeah. it? Whatever. Pigeon scores. Pigeon. <laughs> let's hope they, uh, the right let's hope they make a start. Put some seed on the pitch. Dan will just interrupt you from eating your hat. What's yeah, your... Yeah. Uh, mm, oh, oh. yeah, I think in, despite our own shortcomings, our own attacking shortcomings, I just want to see us be positive. I think that's one thing that was missing against Blackburn. And... I don't care if we lose, I'd just like to see us go for it. Yeah. Two yeah. Wigan. Excellent, so some goals. So Barry, before your prediction, do you have Barry's odd check odds checker? That's his odds for this week, yeah, of course I do. Um got uh, a selection here. Uh two of these off sky bet by the way, these first ones. Oh right. make his error available. Well, they could be, but seeing as uh, Sky better pay me three quid for mentioning this, no, they're not. Only three quid? I just think I should have got more. Yeah, it should have held out for four. Oh. 
Right. He got two to one. Give a Jeff Stowe on that form. Um, Unbelievable, Jeff. Oh right, last six, six to four. Bristol City two to one, and the draw twenty-one to ten. Uh, goal scorers, no goal scorer, <laughs> seventy-one. The no goal scorer. <laughs> no, uh, Tammy Herbram, who's coming back this week, he's been injured. Ninety-two favourite. Then we've Will Grigg and Omar Bogle five to one each. Matt Matty Taylor, who they nicked off uh, Bristol Rovers, he's eleven to two. If you fancy a bit of an outside bet, I know it's never going to happen, but Dan Byrne is 33 to 1. But never. Paddy never. Power. Paddy I know Power. someone who put a quid on him to be the last goal scorer in like, last night's game, 141 quid for a quid. Brilliant. Brilliant. Tremendous. Uh, this is a good, I think this is a good one, considering that they always score goals, Bristol City. Both teams to score, 5 to 4 on. Yeah, that's uh, uh Correct score, 1 0 last 6, 6 to 1, 2 1 now to 1. 2-0, 11-1, 3 0, 25 to 1, and the classic, 7-2 to the last 6, 200 to 1. Bristol City are 7-1 for a 1-0, they are 11-1 for a 2-1, 14-1 for a 2-0, and for an Ed in the hands, 3-0, 33-1. There's a lot of 3s in there, isn't there? There is. Uh, if you're going for your draws, uh, oh, <laughs> missus, um, nil nil is 13 to 2, I think you can forget that one, and we have 2 2 at 16 to 1, 3 3, which will be a very exciting game, is 80 to 1, but my tip of 1 to 1, 1 to 1, 1 1 is 13 to 2. I think that's what 1 1. So, we all think we're going to score then. Or less. Well, I'm not convinced. I'm just trying to be positive. Set piece, open play, doesn't matter though, does it? No. They've sacked their assistant manager as well, Pemberton, because he's a Wigan lad. So they've fired him off. They sacked him an hour before they played on Tuesday night, didn't they? Is Ince still in? Or is he gone as well? Ince? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and Skulls. Skulls. Mm. What about Goldburn? Goldburn's gone, but I believe Nolly Hall is hanging around. What about Platt Waz? <laughs> Making room for Ashton. <laughs> Brilliant. So we're all quietly confident. We're all it's no, no. Hopeful. No, no, no. Hopeful. Just, yeah, yeah. We're, we're being positive. Hopeful. Because keeping the faith. Yeah, because, because, yeah. we're being positive. Let's all the bloody team are being positive. Well, they'll be listening well, to this tomorrow. Yeah, I think players players on the coach going down to the players and the same. The driving this message, I think that we've got to go at teams. Are they subconscious? Not subconscious. Are they giving us a message that they want to attack? But it's the bosses because they're all saying the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. We yeah. need to get at them from the start. We need to attack teams. Yeah. yeah. I think if you look at the player, they are doing that. It's just like you said earlier on in this uh, podcast, we're breaking down in the box. It's not mm. nothing's happening in the box. We're getting the ball there, but there's nothing happening once it gets there. Do you think it's what you're playing Connolly and Anson in the, in the roles they're playing at the moment? Connolly with Anson being at fullback, and we can say Saturday didn't. Yeah. Mm. Nothing worked on Saturday. Yeah. But we'll see. You okay. know. Sorry. If we come back to the table next week with three more points, we're on six. Yeah. The last three games. Oh, we'll it's skipping. the greatest escape, son. We'll be skipping. Oh, that'll be the theme tune next week, won't it? If it Aye. Is it filler then? It is. It is. It's filler after that. Two home games. So, before we finish tonight, Latix have put out a call for female fans to have their all. voice. <laughs> um, 
by coming down to the DWE Stadium, meeting up with Jonathan Jackson and, and co, and having their say on all things Wigan Athletic and what can be done to improve. All the details are on the club site. We had a discussion before about beanbacks. Yeah. Um, Mick, Mick uh, asked the question, um, and we believe there's a planned one for the Ipswich game, which is a midweek game. It's uh, not been uh, officially announced yet, no, but, but apparently behind the scenes people... Rumours rumor, have it. Very strong rumours. Yeah. Because they did it at our place, so you already know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Not for knocking, is it? Who's there? Has anyone got anything else they'd like to bring to the table? Uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, you Sorry, I'm just enjoying this hat here. Right. Well, um, as the last it's uh, asking for females, I'd, I'd like us to ask for some females as well. We've not got a female voice around the table, so we'd ask if any female. We have Dan. But he's not always here, is he? Any female who listens, if you'd like to join join us uh, on a Wednesday evening, that would be much appreciated, wouldn't it? Just to have a, a softer voice on on, on the uh, on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Come Dan. on, Dune. I think it might go down on the trumpet as well. No, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it will. No, no. You're saying right. females don't fart. How sexist. Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was extremely well timed. Yeah. Dan, do you have anything to finish with? What's happening with the Joyce Fans Forum? Has that been rescheduled for the end of the month? Yes, 29th of March. Tickets still valid. Refunds are available. Horsewell. Right, so playing us out tonight will be Burn Baby Burn. I can burn it. So it's a good night from me. Up the ticks.